0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Imaginarium of Thought. I'm your host, Ron Weed, and today we're going to be talking about cryptids. Um, I'm wanting to do the rest of the episodes for the month going up to Halloween to be about anything paranormal or supernatural. Um since this is the uh, beginning of fall and the time of the year when supposedly the uh, veil between uh, this world and the world we can't see is the thinnest. So I feel like this uh, this, this would be a great time to explore the more unknown, unseen, and unexplained ways of life. And I hope you enjoy. Throughout history humans have told tales of creatures that maybe they just barely get a glimpse of or maybe have a very close physical encounter with. And when we explain those stories to others that we've had with these strange creatures, um, you know, maybe we might Elaborate it a little bit or use other creatures or um, far off examples to kind of explain these creatures that we're encountering. For instance, cryptozoology, even though it was, um, I guess, kind of made, I guess, let me look at my notes, officially made a field of study in 1955 um it's cryptozoology has been recorded to be around as early as the 15th century BC and it was when you know pharaohs and you uh they would uh have animals uh shipped to them from unknown lands exotic animals you know they were into that kind of stuff they'd have uh different animals come from you know north africa and places like that and um they it'd be the first time they'd see these animals so they'd give them kind of mythical names and that's one way to explain cryptozoology it's just that maybe these are species that we haven't yet discovered species that already exist but we haven't necessarily given them a name or had enough evidence of them to study. For example, uh, creatures of the deep sea. Because when you really look down, you know, really, really look at it. Uh, when you when you see creatures that come from the deep sea, they look extremely odd, very strange. Some of them will be transparent. Some of them will have lights on their head to attract other fish, um, you know, uh, and, um, and for example, we also have giant squids, um, you know, you have the old tales of uh, the giant octopus and the giant squid and stuff like that. They were just tails for the longest time until people actually started catching these giant squids and getting picture and video proof of it. Um, Because that's what you need for it to be true, right? Video and photo evidence. (laughs) That's the only way it's true, I guess, nowadays. But, um, so, who's to say? Like, a squid really isn't that big, you know, when you think about it. So, what if there was giant octopuses? deep down in in the, in the ocean somewhere, like a Cthulhu type beast, some Lovecraftian type octopus monster thing. And as we know, with octopuses, they're actually very intelligent. Um, you know, they're able to understand puzzles, how to open jars, and all kinds of things like that. Who's to know? There's not, because, you know, it's, when you think about it, uh, with dolphins, they say dolphins are actually also very intelligent creatures, and, um, with the way they communicate with each other, with sonar, and other things like that, um, even, you know, the whole ancient practice of, um, having a dolphin be your, uh, birth, uh, nurse, um, it's actually a controversy, like, uh, they're trying to keep people from doing this, but, um, supposedly that if you're a pregnant woman and you go you kind of go and have the dolphin kind of bless your baby in a way it comes up who knows what it does it probably comes up does its little sonar powers to the baby and and it's this is you know what supposedly happens is that um babies come out healthier you know and stronger and smarter that uh, it's an ancient practice to kind of have dolphins um, be your birth uh, nurse or so- something, whatever, whatever you'd call that. I don't really know about that, but um, yeah. So um, even though there, it's like ad ca- there's like campaigns against it, just like with uh marijuana and a reefer madness and stuff like that. You know, they make you they make you think that this uh, having uh, having a dolphin. Do some sonar, whatever it does to your baby, that supposedly helps your baby. You know, I mean, whatever. You know, let people do what they want to do. But um, who knows um, what kind of intelligent creatures are really way down at the bottom of the ocean? Um, and you know, they could just be living their own their own way in society because here, here in modern times when we think of intelligent creatures we think of something that can watch tv or <laughs> surf the internet or you know know how to you know um cook their own food on a stove and stuff like that that's the ignorant perception of intelligence but if we if we really think about it even the people who are still um you know it's people who usually live where they don't have a lot of things they're they have what they need to survive are usually the happiest people you know these uh you know jungle villagers and stuff like that they have to hunt for their food they have to gather their crops they have to um you know do things like that protect their village and or whatever they got to do, um, they're usually the happiest and a- happiest, and, it- and it's 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 been reported by many many people who go out. You know, they're they're Americans and they have the uh, or they live in a first world country and have those uh, things. I mean, of course, there's you know communism uh, that's different because in, or socialism because everyone's fucking starving. Everyone that shit sucks. But <laughs> when you have enough to survive. And you don't have all these other things like fucking social media or or entertainment. Things to entertain you. Um, Usually the people that don't have that kind of stuff are actually the happiest people. So going back to that, we think about an um, intelligent life. Who's to to say that there's not um, intelligent life already out here on this planet such as dolphins or whales or, um, you know, uh, octopuses, you know, uh, things from the, I'm naming things from the, from the ocean here, but, you know, there's, uh, land creatures, um, like that who are extremely, so elephants, you know, elephants and, and crows, uh, ravens, um, for example, you know, the elephant graveyards, we know about that, or the, uh, elephants will revisit, uh, the places where their family members have passed, passed away, and also, with crows and ravens, crows and ravens um will take care of their parents when their parents are older and they're taking up that mantle there there's a family structure within uh ravens and and crows uh they actually take care of each other you know they they have a they care of- you know there's a, there's a they're a family so you can see this as kind of um in, intelligent Interactions, you know, these are these are intellectual creatures, um, um, but I guess the thing that could separate us from them is our ability to uh, use our imagination. Where they're intelligent creatures in the now, uh, mindfulness. You know, we talk about that with meditation, stuff like that. The mindfulness, being in the moment that's like what these animals type of intelligence is and I guess the thing that separates us from them is our ability to really go outside of the box we're essentially uh we essentially have something to us that is special our consciousness our you know who you know that's that's something you can get into um that's there's a lot of stuff there, but then it's also a lot of stuff there that's hard to prove. Because, uh, for example, with uh, you know Project uh, Mockingbird, and uh, you know the that movie, uh, the men who stare at sh- at sheep, or something like that, um, and how you know it's been reported that the FBI and the CIA uses psych. Um, that shows that there's there's something there. There's some validity there, and they're definitely hiding uh, that truth from us. And, um, that's what I feel like would separate us from, from other intelligent life here on the planet. So it's intelligent life, but maybe we have, we have something that makes us special. More, more, we have something that makes us think deeper. I guess that'd be the thing to really, to really get out and, uh, you know, explore possibilities of the mind like we're doing here on The Imagination of Thought. So, um, who who's to really say uh, what's down there in the ocean? Because we actually know less about our ocean, our the, the bodies of water here on Earth, than we do about space. We know more about space than we know about our own oceans. And is that on purpose? Are they distracting us with space to uh, make us not pay attention to, you know, maybe these spectacular creatures that we do see coming up from the, you know, the very deep parts of the ocean? Uh, deep sea creatures. So, you know, there could be Godzilla, Cthulhu, uh, you know, type monstrous beasts down there and um they're just kind of down there doing their own thing but but who's to say if they you know if they have there's some creatures down there cuz we do know that um with UFOs a lot of UFOs are reported uh seen um going in going in and out of the water so these UFOs going in and out of the water could be you know, going down there and visiting Atlantis-type cities or worlds. There could literally be in a world down there at the depths of our ocean that we just are unaware of. And the only way to get to them are through these future tech-type uh, UFOs that... Uh, the Navy and the Pentagon kind of confirmed were like UFOs or could be accountable deniability stuff we already got that they're just denying they have, but they admitted these things were unidentified flying objects, um, and we do know that the Navy, you know, is out in the, in the oceans, it's the Navy, they're the, they got all the ships, the space ships, or I mean, water ships, you know, but who's to say space? Uh, when we think about it, with um, moisture and things like that, you know, technically space is everywhere. You know, these ships could be everywhere. The Navy, you know, I mean, who's to know? I don't. I don't really know. I'm just. I'm just theorizing. But um, so they admit these these things are unidentified, and the general population just really couldn't care. That's how much. That's how distracted everybody is right now, and how they've really got the majority of us brainwashed and it's it's probably comes down to uh you know communist communism and stuff like that uh you know that ideology of how like over there in North Korea and shit they believe their leaders didn't take shits and stuff like that like it that' actually was like something you believed over there that like the peop- the leaders were like they didn't they didn't take shits. There's some. There's some. They had uh, some explanation for why they don't take shits, but I mean, what the? uh, Come on, you know. (laughs) But going with back to the uh, under uh, UFOs going into the water and underwater worlds. uh, You know, we we don't we know less about our seas again. Like I've said this probably a couple times already, than uh, we do outer space. So if you really wanted to hide stuff from the general public, good place to hide it is if you had the technology to, would be to hide it in the the sea, the oceans, way, way, way down in the water, um, where people with our modern-day technology uh, are, aren't able to go to those depths, explore those depths. Um, but who's to say that advanced life isn't able to go down there and maybe they do have their own world down there and we're able to create maybe some sort of artificial sun light source maybe in the same way that uh deep sea fish the angel fish i think it's called create some sort of it, i think it's like a, it's it secretes something out of the top of its head like and it makes that light who's to say some some people understand that um, science and way of life and we're able to just do it on a massive scale and down there they have nights and days as well they bring up the the sun you know just that way they can grow crops and you get the you know vitamin D and artificial sun Who's to, who's to say that technology out there doesn't exist I mean it's really hard to find facts and prove that but of course if you're Trying to keep that stuff away from the general populace so you can siphon all that power to you. Um, Just like we talked about in the first episode with the uh, royal priest, the priest-kings of the old times. Um, You keep all that knowledge, you keep all that, uh, I guess, technology, you could say, to yourself. It makes you superior to the other humans. Um, maybe humans have already figured out that telling <coughs> Nazis, <laughs> sorry, yeah, Nazis, I don't know, I'm gonna say whatever the fuck I want to show. So the Nazis, you know, they figured out this kind of future tech, they went down there to Antarctica to New Schwab land or whatever the hell it is, and they said, fuck it, we're, we, it's too hard to take over the world, we'll have, to, it's something, you know, it's what they're doing now, you have to slowly poison it, uh, maybe that's the whole thing with the octopus, uh, symbology, you know, sl- you know, or the snake, just slowly, slowly squeeze it, you know, uh, until it's um, too weakened to fight back, and maybe they figure out that's the, if they're going to take over the world, that's how they're going to have to do it, because uh, the fighting spirit, the will is just too strong, but they said, fuck it for now, we're just going to take all this future tech we discovered, go down there and just build their own fucking world, Wouldn't that be fucking wild? Like there's a world of people in Antarctica and they were essentially uh, made um, back, let's say in in the 40s, right? There could be people there living in Antarctica who were born in this world uh, and raised up in this world and have no idea that there's a world outside of the one they're in, just like how we, we view the world. Um, but this, this kind of, it's like, uh, the Truman Show, essentially, you know? Um, you know, if you had the tech, I mean, essentially, it's plausible. It's plausible to do something like that. You know, they could have started a long time ago, 40, 50, just like in, uh, we see in North Korea. It's possible. That could be, it. you know, it couldn't, it could be, um... Uh, there's actually no but but you know going back with the we're going to stick on top of with the cryptids I'm going on topic again um who's to say that you know when when you when you look at we'll, we'll, we'll look at it like this the Egyptian gods that were essentially the rulers and how they were uh described it'd be like an ad- alligator man alligator man you know you're like oh that's that's just silly talk but kind of I mean alligator's got two arms two legs you know it's got a tail but if you kind of just stretched it out you know it was able to it, it, you know it'd, it'd be alligator you could essentially see it as humanoid same way with uh, a cat you know cause how, how we are with our heels you know our cat feet uh, who say, you know, it could have stretched stretched out and, and another, you know, over over time or whatever. You know, we've been around millions and who knows? Time's been around for billions uh, from what we know. And uh, for us, it's so maddening to be able to see some, see that because we're not used to it. And things that people are afraid of, they're going to respond with prejudice and hate. Um, so it could be like um, like the uh, general guy of the Space Force of Israel, how he said, you know, what he was talking about. Um, These aliens don't want to interact with us yet because we're not ready to interact with them. And I could understand, you know, because... If these humanoid creatures interact with us and we're afraid of them, that's just going to cause more violence and stir up. We can't even work together. We can't even see that humans are essentially the same. We just like a cat or a dog just evolved in different ways, you know, and um, uh, that could just be how it is with crypt crypt intelligent uh, life that isn't of the primate variety like we are we're intelligent life of the primate variety there's intelligent life of the lizard variety or the uh you know cat or dog or or uh alligator like in Egypt ancient Egypt times like how they believed and um so um but going back into the uh the ocean hiding um you know essentially an Atlantis in the ocean they told us Atlantis sunk and oh it's just at root ru- it's Atlantis is just ruins and stuff like that maybe Atlantis is never turned into ruins maybe Atlantis just sunk down into the ocean and just or they're just down there living in their own world and every once in a while they take their spaceships fly it through the ocean up out of the water, because that's usually where we see the, these UFOs coming out of the water, and, uh, you know, come out here, do whatever they do, and then go back down to their world in the ocean, you know, and, um, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's actually, uh, underwater lakes, there's parts deep down in the ocean, um, where there's actually bodies of water it's it's like a condensed uh, salt water. you know it's got the certain chemical structure of the water down there it's comp- where it's it's basically a an underwater lake and you throw you put a rock there and it'll ripple just like regular um a regular lake would but it's underwater underwater lakes it's real y'all can look it up and um uh That got me thinking, what, just like what I've been saying, we're in, you know, the whole Truman world type thing, what if we're in that, what if what we're living in now is the old Atlantis or something like that, we're living in an ocean, within the ocean, and a world within worlds, um... So basically we look up at the sky. That could just be the bottom of another wo- body of water type thing, well, who you know, who knows, Sci- you know, uh space and you got to go through that to get to the next uh area. Yeah, and and getting into that, I'm g- I'm going to eventually, you know, I got my theories on uh um, on that with the with NASA lying to us because uh old Werner von Braun, you know, a lot of y'all in the community know his name. Um, he was a Nazi. He put Jews inside of rockets, and and shot them for test as test dummies. Uh this and they say, oh, he went, you know, but he was respond, you know, he was he was the guy. Um, so he came over here during Project Paperclip when we basically drafted all the Nazis, all the allies. And we got him. He came over here and uh, basically was like the director, like the head honcho guy over there at NASA. We're not getting into all that too much right now. On his deathbed, supposedly, his nurse, he revealed to her um, his uh, deathbed confession, to say. And um, what he told her was that the last thing that the Illuminati and everything is trying to do is a fake alien invasion. They've, they're they creating holographic technology to be able to project things, you know, project maybe these creep, cryptoid creatures and uh, essentially scare the world into a one-world government because uh, according to him on his deathbed confession, the only way they can usher in this one-world government is to have... Uh, is to have a fake alien invasion so that way all the countries can work together and, oh, let's team up. We got to team up against the aliens. And um, that's what he told her. And on his uh, gravestone is the uh, Bible verse about the firmament, the waters below and the waters above, like it said in the Bible. So, uh, I think I'm going to end it there, but, you know, that's, goes in when we talk about the ferment, what I've just been talking about, you know, we could be essentially it just in, in, in an Atlantic type dome and there's waters below, there's waters below, there's waters above, uh, space could essentially just be another form of, um, of, uh, an ocean that we can't necessarily cross without certain technology that these, uh, that they have. Somebody out there has, according to the Navy and the Pentagon. So, um, yeah. So I'm gonna leave it there for now, but, uh, yeah, I, I like cryptid type stuff because there's so much you can go into and it, you know, uh, with it. But, uh, yeah, maybe I'll try to do a, another episode again, really get into the crypt. It just kind of went off about talking to the Nazis and uh, stuff like that, but I feel like it all kind of paints a bigger picture of um, how small we really are here. All right, thanks, and I uh, uh, hope to catch you all the next one.